Good morning, my brothers and sisters in the faith, and good morning to those in the world that are not of the faith, but listen to this channel. Today I want to mention about obedience to God, and I'm going to label it as God does not care for your opinions. And the reason why I'm doing that is because so many people out there seem to think that God does. He doesn't. He's not interested in your opinion. He's interested in your obedience. So many people go to him with a list of demands and wants and needs. He doesn't listen to it. You know, there's been times I said to someone uh, about two or three months ago, I only pray when the Lord asks me to pray for people. And they go, well, we don't agree with that. Well, that's fine. But where's the same scripture? Go around and pray for every single person. It doesn't. And what they do is they take certain scripture out of context. And I say, well, read before that. And it shows you it's within context. So as an example, I left these people that night and I was about a mile away. I was up near Scotland and I live in uh, England. And um, I got about a mile and a half, two miles away by car. And the Lord said, go back and pray for them. <laughs> so, all right, I swung the car around. I went back and prayed for them. And I said to them, right, the Lord told me to come back and pray for you. He went, oh, right. Yeah, because he told me to pray for you. Right? There's been times when the people say, can, I, can you pray for me? No. Well, why? Because I've been told not to pray for you. Or the Lord hasn't said anything. Right? I just know in my spirit, you either pray for you or don't. Because what will happen is, say, you know, you get these people out there praying for everyone, right? It just fall on deaf ears. God's not going to hear it. It'll just, it'll just be up there yawning, going, I didn't tell you to pray. I was in a veteran's accommodation once uh, before I got my house. And um, there was a lad who, in his veteran's accommodation, sadly, there's a lot of lads in there with PTSD from Afghanistan and so on. Um, a lot of good lads, and I got on well with a lot of them. Um, there's one lad, he was at the end of my corridor, and he wanted to know about Jesus, so I told him about the gospel. Hallelujah. And uh, I was near his door, and I said, I want to pray for you, and I prayed for him. And as I walked off, the Lord said, I didn't tell you to pray for him. And I was in shock when I heard his voice say that to me. I thought, all right. You know, and then later on he said, you'll see why. And he rebelled, and he, he had no interest. It was completely demonic. The thought, the, but the, what he was, the Lord was getting at was, if you pray, when I tell you, when I, when you, if you pray out your own context, and the Lord hasn't told you to do this, it's not going to be, nothing's going to happen. What do you think that your prayers are, you know, uh, you're going to be a priority of God in heaven? No. He's asking you, if you've been called in the faith of Christ to a, to a calling, like an evangelist, not everyone's one of them. Scripture mentions that, right? A pastor, um, a healer, a prophet. If God has called you to that ministry, it's for his glory and purposes, not yours. And the amount of people I've met, you can see them, they're looking for a legacy. I feel you're so sad. You are not believers. You are not my brothers and sisters, people like that, because you're doing it for yourself. You're not doing it for him, right? You want all the fame and interest. You're not a believer, right? And the Lord has pulled people to pieces through me, right? Because it's just complete hypocrisy. You have to be called to your faith. The amount of people met you on the band is really, no, you're not. You can, you can try your best, but nothing's going to happen. And when Satan sends one of his agents in, Right, he's going to tear you to pieces. And I've met people that have been torn to pieces by the enemy, right? Because they say they're evangelists. And evangelist is someone who carries that word forward at whatever cost to their own life, right? You've got to be direct, assertive, to the point. You don't beat around the bush. You don't compromise, right? And you're willing to give up your own life for your neighbor next year or the Lord. It's as simple as that, right? And I suppose I understand that more than others because I was part of an elite unit in the British forces, right? Uh, the Royal Marines, and 
you know, you do, when you're out there in the field, when you're out there on tours, when you're out and about, it's the man next to you. It's, and, and, and you can't explain it, right? That he would die for you and you'd die for him. You know, don't get me wrong, you know, at the time it was queen and country, right? But when you, when you, and I've got, I've said this in the right way, even though you give allegiance to the queen, you're not thinking about it 24-7. I bet Americans think us British were thinking about the queen 24-7. No, we're not. When you're out in the field, you don't even cross your mind. You're out in the field doing a job, right? And I can tell you now, Afghanistan was all about two things, oil and drugs. That's all that Afghanistan was about, oil and drugs. Opium is the fundamental base for most drugs out there in the world, 80% of the drugs. Um, and Afghan, Iraq, all them countries are the biggest suppliers of that. And the oil. The oil comes from neighboring countries, but that's what that occupation was all about. Oil and drugs. Obviously money. So, God is not interested in your opinion. And if you seem to think that he does, and you're going to come to him with this, you're going to be in for a shock. He doesn't. He's king. I mean, you read the Old Testament. The amount of Christians, again, I've met that blasphemed about the Old Testament. It's not important. Well, then you're not a Christian. You're not my brother and sister. You know, I heard a guy in Northern Ireland say that there are those out there that believe they're Christians, and they believe that they believe, but there are those out there who believe in God. Now, the ones who believe in God, like myself, you, you, you do as you're told. You know, the Lord is asking you to do something. Like John 3, 5, again, the most important scripture, I think, in the New Testament, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, is John 3, 5. Jesus says, you must be born again of water and spirit to inherit the kingdom of God or to enter the kingdom of God. So in entering and inheriting are two different things, right? It says to enter the kingdom of God, but to inherit it is a different ballgame altogether. You know, so... Initially, at the beginning, when you become a born-again Christian, at the beginning, you enter the kingdom, so you've entered the front door, right? But to inherit the property in a house or inherit the kingdom is a totally different ballgame. That happens at the end if you make it, right? So John 3, 5, you must be born again of water and spirit to enter the kingdom of God. So what I'm telling you is this, right? If you're not born again of water, and so many say you don't need to be water baptized, I'm sorry, you're not a believer. You're not my sister and brother and sister in Christ. You're going to hell. If you died right now, you'd be in hell. That's the end of it. You cannot be in the presence of God. Why? Because Jesus himself led by example. Jesus himself, at the beginning of his ministry, was baptized by John the Baptist in the Lake of Galilee. He was baptized. He led by example. And the Spirit of God came upon him, and all of his powers came back right this is all part of the part of what he had to do but he led by example so if your chief and commander your king and the man that you love jesus is telling you to do this why are you arguing with him why are you picking holes in it because you're so disobedient right you don't do that basic thing you, you're not going to get any blessings in your life nothing's going to happen to you right this needs to happen and once you're baptized in water and by the way anyone can do it who's a man of god right a pastor, an evangelist, a preacher, a teacher, a healer, a prophet, anyone can do it, right, as long as they're in the faith and you test that, right, and they say the right words. You know, I've taken people before and baptised them in the water, and because I'm being the son of the Most High and the authority that I have in Christ, I can baptise anybody. But when I do, I ask them certain questions, you know, and I won't go into some questions now, but there's about four or five of them. And if I see any hesitance within them four or five, I can't baptize you because you're not wanting to give your life to the Lord. I've met people that want to give their life and you can see it. It's amazing. And then, you know, I hold you over the water and I say, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, 
I baptize you for the remission of sins and the gift of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Down and up. And the people that have come up and gone, I feel so different. Yeah, because you've been cleansed. You, all your filth has been, and now in the presence, of the, in the spiritual world, in the presence of God, you are clean to enter his place. The next thing is the Holy Spirit's got to enter you as the final part of that. But people don't care because they think their opinions are more important. Look, I'm just telling you now, right? If you think for one second that you're just going to waltz on into heaven when you're dead and do whatever you want, you're very deceived. I mean, 2, two Thessalonians 2 talks about there are those who are led into a deception by God. He actually leads into a deception. So the Mormons, the Jehovah's Witnesses, um, many other parts of Christianity... These people are led into it because Christians and um, Mormons and Jehovah's are not Christians anyway. They say they are, they're not. They're following the devil, right? And they're going to go where he's going. You know, they actually blaspheme the Lord and they actually deny him the one glory he deserves more than anything. But I want to get into that now. What I want to focus on is your obedience. And I, the Lord has prompted me this morning to do this because whoever's going to listen to this, you need to get on your knees and ask the Lord for forgiveness and repentance. Because you think you're going to go to the Lord, my King, my Lord, with a, I mean, just imagine that, going over the ages, hundreds of years ago, and you're a so-called member of the family, you're going before the King of all kings in that country, and you're going to go there with a list of demands, your head is coming off. Do you understand that? Right? And if that's just on earth, imagine what's going to be like in the heavens. Oh, but Jesus won't be like that. Jesus is all love. Yeah, well, Jesus is love. God is love. Right, And when the Buddhist says to me, well, God will forgive no matter what. Yeah, he will forgive. You have to ask for forgiveness. That's the biggest gift he gave you before you were born is a free will. right? And if you don't choose to repent, he can't save you. He can't forgive you. right? And that shuts him up straight away. So he's prepared to forgive you, but you have to acknowledge that you're a sinner first and want to change and then repent. And repentance means you acknowledge that you're basically a sinner. Please forgive me. right? And he will forgive you. Right? But if you don't, he won't. Because you have a free will. Of course, if you're one of these believers out there like a Calvinist, that you don't have a free will, that basically God's in charge of everything, then what's the point in repenting? What's the point in doing anything? You know? Don't get me started on Calvinists, because they're just hypocrites, complete hypocrites. But this is another part of Christianity that's in a huge abomination. If you go back before the Catholic Church, so the Calvinists, um, the Protestant movement, it broke away from the Catholic Church, and that's why you get so much aggro between them both, especially good examples, Northern Ireland. You've got the Catholics and Protestants, you know. There's a lot of ag aggro. So if you go back before that, it's about 300 years before the Roman Empire took on Christianity. That was the purest essence of Christianity there and then, right? Because then it had no influence from the West. It wasn't being corrupted. And that's what mankind is all about, money. This is why this country, the UK, has gone straight down the toilet for the last 50 years because of the greed aspect. You know, look, this was once a blessed Christian nation and the Lord has took his hand off this nation back in the 40s. We were once a blessed Christian nation. We had the world's biggest empire and it all went down the toilet because of what the British government did to the Jews after the Second World War. Now, I'm not going to go into this because this is a very deep topic, but what I want to tell you is this. What you see going on in London right now it's just the beginning, right? Muslims are going to take over. The Lord told me this two years ago that within 10 years, this country would be an Islamic state, right? This is where it's going now. 
because this country has chosen to walk with Satan. I'm sick of hearing these so-called Christians out there. Oh, we're going to be blessed. We left the Europe. No, we didn't leave the European Union. We've never left the European Union. And it doesn't matter if we leave or we stay. This country still being judged. But it shows how they don't know their word and they don't know the Bible. They're just listening to people at the front that are what Jesus warned about. Wolves in sheep's clothing. This is what he was warning about. You, you got to read your word because if you don't read your word, you're not going to know what this guy's saying at the front. You know, so this is all happening now. And the Lord has told me so many times, don't get involved in what's going on in your country, Steve. I'm a former soldier and, you know, I'm a patriot and I love my country. Right? You could say a half of me is Irish. But, you know, the point I want to make is I've always lived in England and traveling around the world and this and that coming back here and you see what's going on in it and it's horrible but the law says deny yourself see luke 9 verse 23 jesus said deny yourself pick up your cross and follow me and this is part of our walk of picking up that cross the things we're going to have to bear and endure and to watch my country being destroyed right all because people prefer to walk with satan so you want to walk with satan and people say well i don't walk with satan average people walking down the street or wherever you are i don't walk with satan really okay do you tell lies yeah and they'll, they'll use the attitude like yeah of course i do all right do you swear and blaspheme yes do you use god's name in vain yes do you uh steal as uh, some do do you fornicate yes have you committed adultery yes oh but you're so happy and you don't really care do you right so all these things are classed as evil right so you go back to the old testament you know before jesus was on the cross you know these are the things that put the land of israel and the jews into bondage with persia the babylonians the babylonians annihilated israel Right, the Romans annihilated Israel. All God's judgment, and every single time He brought them back when they repented and got back in line with Him, because it's humans that have always broke a covenant with God, not God breaking it with you. He never ever goes back on His word. We do, because that's the fall of mankind. Right, but as a discipline, He always He disciplines you, then brings you back. Right, so this is what's going on around you guys, and this is all going to happen in the UK right now, right before our eyes. The UK is being destroyed. You know, you've got all these Palestinians in London, which are Muslim, by the way, right? Carmen all over monuments. Uh, these are monuments that represent the dead. But it, that in itself will show you, if that's the one thing I can jump on now amongst many things, is that if you were a loving believer, and if your God, Allah, was a real living God and was real inside you, like the Holy Spirit is with Jesus, right? First of all, God would say, have respect for these monuments that people have died women and children and men have gave massive things from the first second world war all the way up to the falklands and the iraq war and so on a lot of people have died and these people are jumping all over and decimating statues that in itself shows you not only is islam false and fake right because if it was real they wouldn't do it none of them would do it it's the same as a christian if you're a real christian you would not ever go into a nation you would not go into a brothel you will not go into anything like that because you're following the Lord. You don't walk where evil walks. So these Muslims are making them expose themselves greatly because they're complete and upper hypocrites. I can pull a Muslim to pieces within 10, 15 minutes on scripture and they start getting angry because it's demonically led. It's Satan's creation. Go on YouTube. You'll see guys that were imams that have come. These are like pastors. have come to Jesus and realized that they were following Satan, Right? Very controversial topic, but I've got to say it. And that's what's going on with this country right now. Why would you decimate a statue that represents death? These are people that have fallen 
I don't care what you think they're part of. The fact is, if you don't like it, get out of the country. Because I guarantee you this, these Muslims would not do this to Eastern European countries. You wouldn't do this to Russia. You wouldn't do this in Japan. You certainly wouldn't do it in China because you'd be locked up and tortured. That's why they don't go over there and do it. Why is it that every Muslim country in the world is poor? Because you follow a false pagan god. Why would a pagan god bless you? Every, every nation in the world that's been blessed and risen from the ground has been Christian. Because you follow the real living God. Can you see where I'm going with this now? So that in itself, I've moved on to uh, the Islam part because I've been speaking about it before, right? This is where all the truth is now starting to come out, right? And as you as believers, I'm talking to believers now, right? If you're really a believer and you're really born again, obviously you've been baptized in water, you're filled with the Holy Spirit, prepare yourselves, things are going to get very bad, guys. This is just the beginning. The Lord has shown me things are going to get bad. Right, he's going to turn this country inside out, upside down. Things that you're normally used to. I hear people saying, "Oh, this country used to be fantastic in the seventies and the eighties and the nineties. Yeah, because it was still Christian. It's not anymore, right? Back then, there wasn't Muslims taking over London, you know. And it's not nothing to do with colour of skin. The fact is, things were better because evil wasn't present then. It is now, and it's going to get very bad. So start focusing on the kingdom, which is your kingdom in heaven, not on this earth. Your kingdom, and the Father said that to me many times, your kingdom, you're a son of the Most High. This is not your kingdom anymore on this earth, in this country. Right? The flesh wants to be patriotic. The flesh, the body, wants to do things in England. But my soul doesn't. I want to be gone tonight, tomorrow. I want to be gone. If the Lord came to me tonight in my dreams, do you want to come out? I'll be gone. I'll say, Father, you don't need to ask me that. I want to go now. I'll be gone. That's it. Heart stopped. Gone. That should be your number one thought. Because if it isn't, then there's a question mark above your head. Because the saint will use that. It's as simple as that, guys. Right? And to you non-believers out there, you, you know what I'm saying is right. These things are coming to pass and you can't believe. And all I hear is people complaining about this. Well, stop talking and put your actions into place. Because... It's just going to get very bad. I mean, you can't stop what's going to happen. The Lord has told me what's going to happen, and he can see the future, right? Like he told me about Europe and how countries will invade certain countries. I said to a guy at this market, this young lad, he was about 23, 24, and he wanted to know the Lord. And I told him about the Ukraine war. Now, if you notice, no one's talking about it no more, but it's still going on, right? The focus now is Palestine, because that's what the evil does. It focuses on that evil. It's all the Jews' fault. No, if anyone believes that, you are a moron. The fact is, Israel, sorry, not Israel, Ukraine, right? I was going to say, hang on. So I told this lad that this is going to happen on this date, right? And that's how it's going to happen. And literally within six, three months, four months, it happened. And he couldn't believe it. And he says, he says Steve, I couldn't believe you said that. And it happened, right? And he told his mates about it. And I said, look, don't go big enough that I'm this and that. Just focus on Jesus, man. He's the one who gets the glory, not me. I don't want to get any recognition for anything. You'll never find my face on any poster getting glorified. When I see people with their so-called ministries with their faces everywhere, it's not about Jesus, it's about them. Switch off. Everything should be about Jesus. I am not worthy to be in his presence, but because of his love, I am in his presence. And I am saved, right? things I've done in my life is just beyond a joke. Sometimes my flesh comes out and it scares me who I can be. Certain individuals have pushed me right to the edge and I think to myself, if I snap, it's game over, right? 
And that's why I need Jesus' protection and his love and his support and guidance until I come home. Because we are nothing without him. So going back to the beginning, God does not care for your opinions. He cares for your obedience. And if you are a real believer, like during the pandemic, the Lord said to me, those who belong to me won't take the vaccine. Right? Now that's a very controversial topic, but it's funny because if you put someone who took it and someone who didn't take it in Christianity, they're two totally different people. That's the end of it. Done. And people say, oh, well, how can you back that with scripture? I can back it up with the book of James. I can back it up with the book of Proverbs. And the list goes on. You know, the bottom line is this. It's all about faith, right? And if you are a real believer, you're going to do what Jesus says. You're not going to argue it. When I see people argue, you know, they switch off and go, you're not my brother and sister. That's the end of it, right? Because their, their, their heart is not for him. You know, I, I, I mean, it was years ago, the guy was going around Newcastle saying, say this prayer and you're so Where does it say that? Oh, John 3.16, for those who believe in the Son of God will have eternal life. Right, for those who believe, right? And if you read the Greek translation, by the way, the New Testament came in Greek, right? You read the Greek translation, it's for those who carry on believing for the rest of your life on this earth, not for five minutes, and then you, you, they get start getting upset. Yeah, because you're shutting down what they created in their mind, their comfortable zone. But it's not the truth. It's what the devil's put in there, right? It means just having faith in the Lord, like the vaccine takers. You had no faith. You had zero faith. You went and bent the knee to Satan, submitted to him, and had no faith. And the Lord has gone, see you later. Off you go. This is Matthew 25 when he says to those who come calling my name, he mentions it in the first few chapters of Matthew. Those who say my name, Lord, Lord, not all, he says, not all of those who say, Lord, Lord, are mine. Lord, Lord, we healed, we did this, we did that. He said, yeah, but you're not mine. Off you go. Just read Matthew. That's all I say about that. Read Matthew and listen to what he's saying, right? That people believe this won't happen. This is going to happen. You have been a faithful Christian for 10, 15, 20 years, right? Or five minutes, right? You've gone and done something and betrayed him. Remember what he says about those who deny me in front of men? I'll deny him in front of the Father. Well, what happens after he denies you in front of the Father? You're not going to heaven, are you? Right. So, all these people are going to be turned away. Well, where do you think you're going to go? You're going to hell, right? And then the lake of fire. It's as simple as that, guys, Right? I'm ex-military, and I'll tell you this now, this is just on earth. If you betrayed any of your colleagues, and I use that word colleagues because normal people can understand it, right? You betray a colleague of yours, right? Game over. There's a story of an officer in the British military, and I won't go into too much detail, but he was given an assignment to go out to the Middle East, and this was special forces. And everyone said that he shouldn't do it because he's not the character for it. And even our society says everyone can do everything. No, he clearly couldn't do it. But he did it because of the power and corruption. He went out to the Middle East and he got captured by the enemy. He betrayed. He not only spilt the beans about what they were doing, but everything. Because they promised him, if you tell us what we want, we'll let you go. We'll give you lots of money and everyone's happy. Well, they didn't need any of that. They lied about that. He spilt the beans on everyone and two of his colleagues got tortured to death. Now... He said when he got back to the UK, he went through the, uh, the legal system in the military, um, court-martial, so on and so forth. And at the end of it, he didn't get the punishment he deserved. He remained in the military. But 
he mentioned in his journal what the worst part was. For the next six or 12 months, no one spoke to him. No one invited him anywhere. The officers above him called him scum of the earth, right? In the mess, people wouldn't sit anywhere near him. And he got slowly worse mentally, started drinking and then committed suicide. But in his journal, he said that because he betrayed his mates, that it was the, most, the biggest act of cowardice you can imagine. This is the same with Jesus. If you're a Christian and you've betrayed him, right, and you're a coward, Jesus mentions this in Revelations 21, 22, about what happens to cowards. They won't be in heaven. And you say you're a believer. Just make this very clear to you, right? You betray the Lord. You turn your back on him and bow to Satan. And all right, if you're struggling, get on your knees and ask him for that, um, that guidance and that support, and he'll be there for you. But if you betray him and think you're going to get in, listen, you've got to understand something, right? I've seen cowards, right? And they are treated like scum. You are nothing, right? And if that's just on earth, imagine what it's going to be like in heaven. Oh, but God's all about love. He wouldn't do that. You see that in itself when people say things like that, they don't understand, right? And that's why God has forgiveness for you because you just don't understand. The Bible says people are stupid in Proverbs 12. They are stupid. Yeah, they are. That's why when I used the word moron earlier on, moron means stupid. You know, um, you are a stupid person. And the Bible confirms this. So, guys, please, in the faith, do what the Lord tells you to do. But I'm talking to those out there that think they're Christians. You believe you're a Christian, but you don't believe in God. That guy in Northern Ireland, when he said that, that's quite good, that. They believe that they're believers, right? But then there's others that believe in God, right? The ones who believe in God will do what God says and follow him and have faith in him and trust in him and follow him. No matter what they do, they follow. No matter what hardship you come across, they'll follow. They'll be there at the end. But those who believe they're Christians, they won't. They won't make it. They'll be, they'll be phased out. The Lord will allow Satan to come in and filter you out. And the pandemic certainly did that. The pandemic literally just took away, I'll say, two-thirds of Christians in the world. Literally just removed them and showed their true colours. That's it. They're done. But there's more tests and trials ahead. Let's make something straight. All these people call on the Lord. <laughs> you think they're going to be there? Yeah, no, they're not. That's the truth. John 6, 4, 4, Jesus says, No one comes to me unless the Father sends them first. So the Father hasn't sent you to the Son. Well, you're not saved. You're not going to be there. You know, it's like, you know, I could be, say, for example, I was sent to the Son, right? So I'm saved. I know that 100%. I don't care what people think. I know that, right? And my ministry kind of proclaims that. And my life proclaims that because of the blessings I have in my life from the Lord, how he takes care of my health, how he takes care of my life. But you've got people out there and you see it, it's all an act. They're putting it on. Yeah, well, they're going to be, they're going to be sifted out. They're going to be taken care of. So don't worry about them. They'll be taken care of. And you'll see their true colours. That's what always happens. You know? So, I'm going to end it here. But what I want to say at the end is this. What I've said at the beginning. God doesn't care for your opinions. Jesus is not interested in your opinion. He wants your obedience. And if you're going around with this attitude, well, I'll do what I want, then off you go. Go and do it. Right? But you won't be there at the end. You do what Jesus tells you to do. And John 3, 5 is one of the most important scriptures in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Right? You must be born again of water and spirit to enter the kingdom of God. Without this, you cannot be a Christian. You cannot be baptised in the faith. You cannot be baptised in the spirit and the work starts to be done in you. Because you come to God with conditions. No, if you truly love him, like I said in John 6, John, John 6, 44, Jesus said, no one comes to me unless the Father sends them first. The Father knows if you're going to be saved or not. He'll send you to the Son. If he hasn't sent you, you're not saved. 
You're not, it's just so, it's like people, you see them walking in church and start getting, this is a new fad. Yeah, but when the trials and persecutions come, they run off. I've seen it countless times. So, guys, I just want to pray. And I just hope in Jesus' name for those out there that the Lord has called, but you're coming to the Lord with conditions, repent of your sin. Because if you don't repent and get on your knees and become born again of water and spirit, as it says in John 3, 5, you are going to hell. He doesn't want that. I don't want that. But this is a reality. He's not interested in your opinion. So please do as you're told, right? This is what a loving child does to a father, right? And don't listen to the Buddhists and all that crap out there when they say, oh, it's all about love and God doesn't want you to do this and all that. Don't listen to them because they're going to hell. I guarantee you this. Every Buddhist in history up until this point, every Hindu in history up until this point, and every Muslim in history up to this point, and all the others in the world, they're all in hell. Guaranteed. Right? Only the righteous in Jesus Christ of Nazareth, only the righteous through his blood will enter the kingdom of God because of what he did. He was a sacrificial lamb, the line of Judah, right? He is the gateway to heaven to the Father. Without Jesus' sacrifice and without you being part of that family, you are not gonna be in heaven or paradise, whatever you want to call it. You will not be there. Do you understand? That is the end of it. Because Hinduism, Buddhism, and Islam, Muslims, do not have an atonement for their sin. They do not have a holy sacrifice for their sins. Their sins need to be cleansed and paid for in full. And they don't have it. They have a sacrificial system or a prayer system or a work system. It's not good enough. You can't earn your way to heaven. You can't buy your way into heaven. Because if that's the case, heaven is no different to earth and I don't want to be there. Do you understand that? And I really hope that sinks in. So, Father, I want to pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, for my brothers and sisters out there, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, Lord, that, Father, they listen to you, obey you, and submit to you in all things, Father. That you give them this faith, the trust, and the understanding in all things. That you guide them, and I hope to see them, Lord, at the end, Lord. And I pray for those out there, Father, that are fake Christians, Father, I put it. I pray that they repent, they get on their knees, they see the truth, and they become born again of water and spirit, that any man of God can do this for them. Lord, I pray that you lead them to that point, Father. And for those out there that are complete unbelievers, the wrath of God abides upon you. A judgment will be poured out for your wickedness, your lies, your gossiping, your slander, your fornication, your adultery, all these things that you're walking on a daily basis, lying, gossiping about people that are saying things are not true. God's wrath is upon you and the wrath is so severe you will wish you weren't even born. I pray in Jesus' name that you repent and become saved and I'll see you at the end in heaven, Lord. I pray in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. I love you, Lord, with all my heart. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Bye.